Indigenous Earth Community Podcast, where we celebrate Indigenous heroes from around the world and learn from them on how to honor the traditions of protecting the planet. We discuss actionable tips on how to connect to our beautiful planet while lessening our daily impact. I'm your host, Frank Oscar Weaver. Hello, everyone. I'm super excited to be back with a very special episode with Natasha Akiwenzi of Laksu First Nation, where she'll be sharing the seven grandfather teachings and how we can put that wisdom to our lives for a more sustainable life in balance with the planet. But first, I want to thank from the bottom of my heart everyone who donated to the project to raise funds for my friends Omar back in Paraguay as he created the first nonprofit for indigenous people run by indigenous people in the country. So thank you very much, everyone who donated. What you are about to hear is the first part of a two-part series organized by Scott Kirby, a fellow climate reality leader based in Canada. So this is an intro to me. I have 19 goats, uh, roughly 50 chickens, three yeah, ducks and one horse. I am a member of Laksuil First Nation, which is north of Sulakout. I'm living at Neashinaming with my husband and three grown sons. And we were a fishing family for 15 plus years. One of the first memories I have of my husband is uh, him coming in uh, with blood and fish scales all over him and having to take a hose to him on his front porch of his grandmother's place <laughs> once upon a time, many years ago. So I'm going to walk you through the seven grandfather teachings and how we apply this to our <laughs> our group and how it fits into some of the projects that we do. And uh, so the first one we're going to tackle is wisdom. With our group, we listen more and we talk a lot less. We learn from other people's experiences and we watch um, ecosystems adapt to change. Some ecosystems are not adapting to change as well as others. Um, like, uh, like the whitefish, they are cold water fish. So with the Great Lakes warming up, they are struggling. So this is also, we, we talk a lot about love. Maybe not like love as in a word, but in our actions. We see each person around the table as an asset or in a group. We include everyone that wants to participate in an event or conversation. And we always are giving back to the earth. Um, we're doing a creek project right now. We planted 130 trees, give or take, and plants. Um, and we try to just give back, doing shoreline cleanups, planting trees, talking to people about uh, caring for the earth and uh, what they could do. Respect. We listen to each person and try to be present. It's hard. I, I, I know. Um, I'm a huge Habs fan. And uh, the last few weeks with them making it into the finals and people wanting to do a meeting in the evening and having a hockey game going on in the background is incredibly um, distracting, to say the least. But I try to be present. And uh, if they score, I, I try not to jump up and down and, you know, carry on. We also believe in self-care. We need to take care of ourselves in these times. Um, talking climate change or about the environmental um, issues, it can take a lot of energy. And it sometimes feels like uh, 
you're doing it by yourself or you're not accomplishing anything. So sometimes you need to take a step back and take care of yourself. Um, sleep in, put on a favorite movie, read another book. Just take that extra time to take care of yourself. And to be mindful of our surroundings and listen to other life forms. Um, that can also help yourself. Um, I, I remember yesterday listening to a cardinal singing his little heart out at the end of our driveway. Um, and that it helped me start my day, uh, just listening and being aware and being present at that moment and uh, appreciating the, uh, the song that the cardinal had that morning. And bravery. This is a hard one sometimes for a lot of people. It's to speak up when you see something is wrong. It's sometimes hard to do. Um, ask for help. I, I know that's a really difficult one for people to do. And to do something different to make a better environment for another life form. And that's also hard to do. Sometimes if you want to put in a... Um, I think of this with the natural shorelines. When people say, I, I would love to have a retaining wall that's going to protect um, something that they've just planted or something. And... Uh, but then you look around and you, you notice all the life along your shoreline and you realize it might benefit you to have that beautiful retaining wall and dock and a boat launch or whatever it is. But all those life forms in the water may not uh, be beneficial to them. And uh, sometimes those hard choices have to be made not to build that dock or retaining wall because you're, you're worried about something else, another life form. Honesty, um, it, it's sometimes really hard to be honest. Um, sometimes you want to say, I'm fine, everything's good, um, and it may not be. So, so we, I like starting a, a conversation sometimes with I feel, like sometimes I will say, like, I feel really overwhelmed today. I, I'm not too sure why, I, I just, you know, I, I really want to uh, take a break, um, take a look at what's going on and, and maybe attach, you know, attack whatever we're working at differently or in smaller pieces. <clears throat> um, when talking about climate action with the environment, I say this as um, climate actions. It could be small and that's fine. You know, everybody has their own way of doing it. And I think each way has to be celebrated. I know I have a hard, the hardest time um, remembering reusable uh, grocery bags. <laughs> and I know it's a small change. I, I know it's a small thing, but it's important. And uh, our grocery store locally has gone over to paper bags. And uh, I learned um, very recently when we bought ice cream for my son's birthday, that you can't put frozen goods into a paper bag and expect it to last for the half an hour drive home with all your bag falling apart. So a quick note to myself, um, remember those reusable bags or you're going to be carrying in your groceries one at a time. <laughs> Humility. Um, each of us bring different, different strengths to the table. Um, we can't all know everything. You know how boring that would be if we all knew everything. That'd be incredibly boring. Um, living with nature, and we have to be in awe of her, of her strength. Um, and we are part of her. Um, one of the stories, um, I, I can remember being humbled 
quite dramatically. Um, first time going fishing with my husband <laughs> many, many moons ago. Um, I, I don't want to feel like I'm getting old, but I, I do feel like I'm old some days. And a thunderstorm was rolling in. And just the beauty of the thunderstorm rolling in, you could see that cloud and the darkness coming and the, the wall of rain. I, I think I was more struck by the wall of rain coming across the water. And then also feeling very small, very, um, very, very small. Um, and looking at how far we were away from land and uh, yeah, I, I was truly humbled with the amount of strength that could, that happened and uh, that mother nature had. And uh, yeah, it, it just really humbled me, really grounded me reminded me of who's actually in control here. Truth, um, listen first. And when it's your turn, tell others what you need or what you want. We do this with a lot of our projects. Um, so, you know, what do we need? Like the Creek Project, so what do we need? Well, we need this to look natural again, because what they've done is they, um, they built two new bridges in the community but it's a lawn. They've planted a lawn on either side of this creek where it used to be all wild. So what do we want? We, we, and we want it to look wild again. We want it to be naturalized again. We don't want it to be a lawn. So this is what we need to do. This is what we need. We need people to help plant trees. We need some plants to be replaced. We, we need life to return to it in a different way. Um, acts in good faith. When we drop a project, Everybody's on board. Everybody's on those calls. Everybody's through the planning stages. Everybody's working on the same document and editing together so that all of us are on the same page and that we're all communicating our goals and our needs and our wants for the project. And also to be kind when you're working in a group, be kind and be kind to yourself too. Um, so, you know, as frustrating as it could be, because people might have different goals, be kind. And uh, also to be kind to yourself. You know, um, some goals are not attainable in the first year or two years or three years. They might be long-term goals. So don't set yourself up to, to, uh, to be overly frustrated in years to come. And we're back to having fun. So this is what we, like I said, we do this a lot. Uh, we tackle a lot of very heavy topics to climate change, the decline of whitefish. These are not easy topics. These are, these are topics that are huge and they're not easily answered. Um, and it may not take my lifetime to answer them. So we have to have fun. We have to make it memorable and we have to be able to show people you can have fun doing even the heaviest of topics. And we laugh, <laughs> and we laugh a lot. Um, and we, we do silly things, we dress up, we do shoreline cleanups and costumes. We uh, have an inflatable uh, T-Rex outfit, which I found out doesn't step any higher than six inches when you're wearing it, and it has very, very short arms. So if you're trying to do a shoreline cleanup with it, it's really hard, because you can't, even your arm extender can't reach the ground. Um, Aquaman, if you ever follow our social media posts, um, you'll see him every day. Him and Mira are hanging out at the shore, swimming, balancing on the posts, 
Sometimes they take a trip to town. Sometimes they take a trip to the shoreline cleanups. Um, but we have, you know, they're like our little mascots and they get into a whole bunch of trouble with us. And then also we just have fun putting up posts. Like my husband one day found a broom at our shoreline. We had literally had just done a shoreline cleanup and first thing he finds that our shoreline is a broom. We didn't put it there, but somebody obviously had an accident. And then every Tuesday we have a bedtime story at eight o'clock. And we, we tell, um, we share stories and it could be everything from um, like Ojibwe legends, um, Nana Bush stories, but it can also be uh, a lot of fun things, um, a lot of giggly books. Like I know tonight, one of the books that we're reading is the hockey sweater. Um, so kind of relevant and, uh, but just, you know, trying to have fun and trying to uh, engage people in a different way. So this is how you can find us. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and even TikTok. Um, so we, we're trying to expand having fun again and then also being educational through what we do. And I feel free to reach out and uh, contact us. We're always kicking around. So anyway, thank you for your time. I really hope you enjoyed this special episode. If you made all the way here, please leave us a rating on Apple Podcast. Share it with a friend. This is the way that we grow our message. Thank you and see you soon. Bye-bye.